Sip a Life Together, Episode 76. Sipifying to sell your home or to just get a fresh start. Hi, and welcome back to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, welcome back to the show. On the last episode, we talked about four things you need to consider when choosing to downsize and simplify. On today's show, we're going to talk about simplifying to sell your home or to just get a fresh start. And to do that, we're going to share some of our experiences with doing exactly that over the last couple of months. So if you're selling your home or know someone else who is, or if you're simply looking for a fresh start in your current home, maybe we can shed some light on things that work for us. And I'll tell you right up front, it's been an adventure. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) But honestly, it's one that has really paid off for us. So you may want to take some notes. So before we dive into the topic, let me give you an update that kind of ties all of it together really well. So we just got back from a 30-day vacation. And um, on that, we visited family and friends in our soon-to-be hometown of East Aurora, New York, and we did some research on moving our company there. Right, and we also spent some time with my sister and her family and a client in the D.C. area. And then we went to the beautiful little town of Winter Garden, Florida, mm-hmm. for a reunion of sorts with family, and we celebrated my dad's 90th birthday, and we checked in on our rental home over in the Tampa area. So it's been a, it was a nice road trip. It was yeah, a great road trip. it was pretty great. I mean, 30 days off on the road in our little teardrop camper, it was pretty awesome. I know. I enjoyed myself. But it is nice to be back in our now little apartment. Yeah, because it was, it was fun. It was, it was packed with fun, with family and, and, and fun and all that good stuff. But uh, definitely good to be back. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about selling the house and all that. But uh, first off, confession time. Um, way back in episode 36, and I cannot believe uh, when I went back and looked at this, this was, that was two years ago, babe. Yeah. And uh, well, in that we talked about the what we called the phenomenon that busy is the new I'm fine. So, you know, when you're talking to somebody and say, hey, how you doing? And they all oh, busy, busy. busy, busy. You know, mm-hmm. It's uh, it seems like it's some kind of a badge of honor to be so busy. Well, of course, <laughs> it's not. But it sure seems like it sometimes when you ask people how they're doing this. Oh, busy, busy. But truth be told, if you asked us how we've been doing over the last few months, the answer would have been uh, crazy busy. <laughs> crazy busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now most of that was by design. Almost all of it was by design. And it's, you know, sometimes in life when you have goals, you have to do a little sprinting. And we made a conscious decision to do just that. Um, we yeah. Were, and we, I want to foot stomp that. It was very conscious because we're very big about being in control of, of the priorities in your life and giving yourself margin and things like that. But it, we, when we realized it was going to be pretty busy, we said, okay, let's do this and go for it. And of course, you'll get the background right. in a minute here, but I just want to foot stomp. It was on purpose. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been pretty hectic, but, uh, but here's why. So as we mentioned in the last episode, we're moving to the suburbs um, or from the suburbs of San Antonio, Texas, to the little village of East Aurora, New York, that was, which is the home to America's simplicity movement back in the late 1890s and early 1900s. How perfect is that? I know. It was meant to be. Uh, Well, back in December of 2014, I was doing some backwards planning, and I realized that in order to build our new home in East Aurora on schedule, the right thing to do to be as stress-free as we could was to sell our house in San Antonio this year, the spring of 2015. So we planned on listing at the start of the real estate season here, which is one May, 
And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But in the meantime, from that time on, uh, all through January and February and March and April of this year, I had been working out all the curriculum and the scripts and testing the right platform, et cetera, for Vanessa, your new product called Get Organized SOS, which is an intensive online course that teaches your proven system to organize any space. And I was making plans for putting together a small beta group for that course And I ended up meeting with one of the web's premier marketing experts, a guy named Dean Jackson. And we met out in Celebration, Florida in the third week of April. And all this while, we had been prepping the house for sale. So Vanessa and I planned to work on things in the background during this busy time and launch the beta uh, program, which is really a test program, in the late summer of this year. But while meeting with Dean, he challenged me to launch the beta now. And I told him, I insisted, you know, now is not the time. Vanessa was actually in the middle of attending her week-long annual professional organizer conference. We were prepping a house for sale, listing the house, selling the house, uh, packing to move, and moving into a new home all over the course of the next six weeks. Mm -hmm. And while Vanessa and I had all the material ready, we had exactly no videos done, right? <laughs> and um, uh, and plus, there were some new video uh, conferencing platforms that were that were new. Forum, that, forum, platform, all this yeah. stuff, all the the tech stuff was kind of new to me. Even though you know I'm uh, I'm a tech guy, it was a new types of platforms. But we just needed more prep time. So no, now was not the time to launch. But as any good coach does, Dean gently nudged me. Honestly, actually, I felt more like my old paratrooper days with Dean kicking me in the butt (laughs) out the jump door of the plane. But anyway, I called Vanessa, and what did you say? Let's go for it. Let's go for it, right? Let's do it. No guts, no glory. So we launched the beta, shot the videos, and honestly... It was pretty awesome. It was awesome. It went really, really well. <laughs> we had just the right size beta group, and they gave us such amazing feedback that when we launched the live course later on in the summer here, um, I think it's going to be really fantastic. Yeah, I think so. It was so much fun working with the beta group. I mean, working with them in the forum, on the video chats, and then also working through their individual situations. Honestly, it was awesome. I mean, You've been wanting me to get into this for a long time now. Right. So you really need to get virtual. You can reach more people and help more people out. And I was just a little reluctant because I don't feel as comfortable as Dan does with the tech stuff. And But, uh, man, once we did it, I just felt fantastic. And I really feel like we helped those folks, too. Yeah, I think they loved it, too. Yep. So in the long run, it's going to help a lot of people. And for most, I think it'll be a life changer and a kind of a springboard for them to not only get their... Uh, spaces organized, but hopefully get them on the path to simplicity, which is what our goal has been, you know, all along is sharing our simplicity journey and hopefully other people hop on board. Right. But man, it was hectic. You know, the beta <laughs> lasted all of May and all the while we're prepping the home and the world shed quarters for sale. Aww. Right. Yeah. But you know, so what happened was our home went up for sale around the 15th of May. And before our realtor was even able to put a sign up in the yard, it sold. I mean, in less than a day. Yeah. Basically, the, the, was, was the first three couples that looked at the home all put in offers. The first two were, were for $10,000 over the asking price. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it sold for about 35000 more than we had originally even hoped for. We were going to do a for sale by owner. And, you know, we had a certain price in mind and it sold for 35000 more than that. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, we were and, excited. <laughs> and we really do owe it all to our simplicity journey. 
Oh, and a little bit of your handiwork too, Dan. And, well, a little bit, a little bit. But, you but know, the problem was is that all that happened, and then we had to find a place to live. Right, right. <laughs> so it was like, fast forward, here we go. Okay, so let's talk about what we feel were the four key simplicity points that led to a great sale experience and our ability to juggle all this stuff and still stay sane. And candidly, you could glean something from each one of these points, even if you're not selling your home but just looking for a fresh start or some positive change in your life. So here it goes. All right. Key point number one, make sure your desires are in line with your life plan and your goals are in line with your desires and your actions are in line with your goals. Hmm. So way back in episode 32, we talked about how the choices we make impact everything in our lives. Right. And if you've been listening for a while, you've heard about the start of our journey and you were there with us through the sale of our land that we had out in the Texas Hill Country and how we totally scrapped the idea of having a big house in the middle of nowhere. If you're a new listener, you can check out our About Us video at simplelifetogether.com forward slash about and you'll hear all about our decision to pursue a path toward more simplicity in our lives. So since then, we've taken consistent action. We really have. We've really stayed on focus there. And to a large extent, we've shaped our own little world and how we live our lives in it. And, you know, the saying, the world loves a self-made man or self-made woman. Uh, Well, I love the saying from Earl Nightingale that we are all self-made, but only the successful will admit it. That's so So, true. (laughs) I mean, you got to shape your own journey there. Right. So, uh, you know, we've been on this journey for a couple of years now, and we've been taking all the steps necessary to shape our world. And you can shape yours, too. You may have a lifestyle you want to live someday, and by staying true to that, you can achieve it. Make sure you're living your now in a way that supports your tomorrow. So again, key point number one, make sure your actions are in line with your goals. Stay focused. You can do this, but you have to be consistent. You know, it's the little things that we do every day that keep us consistent on on path towards our goals. It's not the big things that you do once in a while. It's those little things, a little bit every day, consistently done, that have big impact on our lives. And just make sure that those are in line with your goals. Absolutely. And I think it's key that you say, you know, what are your real desires in life? Because those will shape what your goals are. And and if you stay focused on those, they will, your actions will reflect that too. I think it's so important. Right. And fortunately for you and I, as individuals and then as a couple, as as a family, we got clear on that, which right. is actually how we started our journey. Yeah. And that really has impacted the decisions that we've made, the actions that we've taken, and the goals that we've kind of formed. And you're right. It's just once you have that, you just start taking action and moving forward. So, yeah. And that really leads into key point number two. Which is planning is a must. So we followed our own advice from episode 42, the upside of downsizing. We also took steps to make the 1,800-square-foot home we had live like it was much larger. Yeah, we did. So long before we planned to move, we made improvements to the house using what we called organization-based design. Actually, Dan came up with this idea as we're working together on our different projects. And basically, basically, it's our perspective of how we design simplicity and organization into our spaces. So our remodeling projects in the kitchen and bathrooms had a huge return. And the World Chef Quarters was apparently a hit, too. So improvements like cubbies, built-in storage, the Alpha shelving system in the pantry, the new kitchen cabinets with slide-outs, etc., all tied into our organization-based design concept. And trust me, people know organized and simple when they see it. They're drawn to it. Nobody wants to live a cluttered life. So show people a little calm, and they're drawn right in. Yeah, absolutely. And on the tech side for all this planning, 
we use Trello as our planning tool to manage and share and track our to-dos. Trello is a collaboration tool. It's an app that organizes your projects into boards. And in one glance, Trello tells you what's being worked on, who's working on what, and where something is in the process. And so we had a get house ready for sale board that had lists for inside, outside, and done. So as we finish the different tasks, we move them from the inside or the outside board over to the done board. And I like it because it's very visual as opposed to a standard um, list-based app. And I've been using it since. And are you still using it? I use it occasionally, but mostly just for our projects together. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you want to know more about Trello, you can uh, check it out at Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O.com. And uh, Steve Dotto has some great videos on Trello over at DottoTech.com. And I'll put a link for that over in the show notes. So again, key point number two is to make your plan. This will go a long way in helping to ensure you stay on track with key point one, too making sure your actions are in line with your goals. All right, so on to key point number three, which is understand the value of margin. We keep coming back to this This is huge. Yeah, so (laughs) remember, our definition of margin is uncommitted time and space in your life. In this case, I'm referring to the unused space portion of our definition. So in the real estate world, nothing, meaning empty space or empty square footage, is worth a whole lot more than your stuff that takes up that empty space or empty square footage. There are so many things that we could have kept just in case. But as we were going through this, I kept using this weird little analogy that I came up. I call it my life jacket analogy. (laughs) So I would ask myself, you know, why is it that we don't make our kids wear life jackets 24-7? You never know when you could have a flood, right? (laughs) Well, the reality is because they don't need them all the time. Wearing a life jacket 24-7 is wasted effort. The life jacket gets in the way. Well, what? well, what if you need it? What if it, you just have to have a life jacket? What if there is a flood? Well. Okay. What if, <laughs> if kids need a life jacket, all right, you can usually find one, all right? If you're going on a boat, they usually have life jackets. Right. You're going on a cruise, they usually have life jackets, <laughs> right? You can rent one. You can borrow one. Uh, and, you know, last case, worst case scenario, you could buy one if you really need it, if the slim chance of needing one is there. So forget about the just-in-case stuff. It just keeps getting in the way. That empty space is worth so much more to a buyer. If you need something, you're smart and you can find it when you need it. Trust yourself and trust your resourcefulness. And you know what else really helped with this, especially you know that we're talking about margin, is our edit and forget it challenge in 2013 and 2014. It was key. Yeah, it, it was. was huge. I mean, it really set the stage for truly decluttering our home and our day-to-day lifestyle. That said... We still got rid of well over 3,000 more things in 2015 just before the move. It amazed me. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I couldn't Seriously? either. <laughs> I was mad. I was like, where is this stuff coming from? And, you yeah, know? and all those emotions that we kind of went through when we first started the Ed and Forget It Challenge, uh, you kind of, a little bit of anger, a little bit of like, like, why do we buy this stuff in the first place? And then you get through it. And then you build up momentum and just kept, keep letting go of more and more stuff because it was a little right. bit more liberating. Um, we still kind of went through that. It was a little bit easier this time, but I was still just totally shocked at how much stuff we still had yeah. and that we let go of. Because really, we intend to live even more light and lean in our year in the apartment and in our new home in East Aurora. So. That, that's true. You know, we left a lot behind. We, um, you know, we left the world shed quarters completely furnished. You know, just the way it looked like in the pictures 
of it on the websites, it's all still there. We Except left it for, for the Herman Miller chairs. <laughs> Except for the Herman Miller chairs. <laughs> those right? were splurged for us, and we kept those guys. <laughs> but we're, we're just, honestly, we're ready for a new, lighter lifestyle, and much of what we had doesn't have a place in our future. And I've been working on a project I call the Life Filter, and as I work through my Life Filter, I get to decide what from the past gets to come along into the future, all right? Some of these things just don't get to come along. Vanessa, don't worry, you do. But, but, <laughs> Starting to wonder. But, uh, and, and thankfully, you and I are of one mind on all this. Yeah. I mean, almost all of it. Once, once in a great while, something may be a sticking point. And I know we're blessed with that because a lot of you know, couples, they don't, um, they don't see eye to eye on decluttering and simplicity and minimalism. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to work through that as a, as a couple, if that's the case, or as a family. Um, but yeah, we usually work through those things pretty quickly. Yeah. If we do have a sticking point, like you said, it's very rare. I can't even recall one other than there was some furniture, a couple pieces that you wanted to keep from your Korea days. Yeah. Um, and that's fine with me. You know, yeah, because I actually do use them and I love them, and yeah. and so kind of practicing so, what we preach. But uh, yeah, we're pretty yeah. evenly yoked, as they say, when it comes to the simplicity stuff. Absolutely, so that's good. Well, you know, we've just really embraced the idea of incorporating margin in our home and appreciating the openness and empty spaces in it. I mean, as we've gone through this journey, I mean, really, as we've decluttered our home over the past couple of years or so, we've really come to love the increased peacefulness that having less stuff has given us. So again, key point number three is to understand the value of margin, free space. You know, both the Census Bureau and the National Association of Home Builders list the number one reason for moving as the pursuit of a better home. And one thing that consistently ranks at the top of desires for home attributes is space. (laughs) So living space and storage space. So show them the margin, they'll show you the money. (laughs) Or give yourself some margin and gain a little more peace. And I, say. I absolutely agree with that one too. And finally, key point number four for us was get past the mentality that you're selling your house. It's far more about the buyers buying their future home. So you're not selling your house, they're buying their future home. That's right. They need to see themselves there. They need to see the possibilities, the opportunities, and the wonderful memories that they'll make there. It's not about you. If they walk into a messy or poorly maintained or cluttered home, it becomes about you and how you live and not about them. And it needs to be about them. This was a tough one for you, Dan, wasn't it? it I it, mean, it was a real struggle. It was. Um, at first, because, uh, you know, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into the projects in the home. It was, mm-hmm. For me, it was about the individual projects. Now, honestly, I had no problem. Everybody always asks me, oh, aren't you going to miss the World Shedquarters? And I said, you know what? I don't miss any of it. But what I did struggle with was leaving the home perfect for the new home buyers. I felt a responsibility to them that had to be perfect. And and candidly, I do struggle with perfection a little bit. But um, one book that has really helped me a lot was um, The Pursuit of Perfect by Tal Ben-Shahar. And in it, he says that you need to use perfection as a tool. Think of perfection as guiding stars, not distant shores. And what he means by that is perfect should be a a guidepost for you. You should aim for it. But just like when you're traveling, you use stars to guide you. You're not reaching the stars. You're reaching a destination that the stars are guiding to. So you're not reaching a distant shore. If you look at perfection like a distant shore that you're going to attain, you're going to be disappointed every time because you're never going to reach that. You can keep walking toward the horizon, but there's always going to be a new horizon there. So 
um, that's what I've been using. And I just had to kind of get over that, uh, you know, it's not my house they're buying. They're buying their future home. Which is so interesting because when our realtor came in and looked at the house, you know, we had this list of all the things that we thought we needed to get done on the inside, the outside. And uh, what we discovered was that those were like the fine-tuning perfection points. Yeah, absolutely. Where when she was done evaluating our home, she said, there is nothing. She says, I have nothing here. She had a list, yeah. you know, um, a, she like was a checklist. Taking notes, right? she, yeah, she was actually taking notes on That's how to stage yeah. homes. She's like, yeah. I, I took notes on how to stage homes. Our home really was stage ready. But uh, Dan, you kind of got wrapped up in some of the perfection stuff. And I did too, um, yeah. to a point. Um, but once we had, you know, put our faith in this realtor who had eight or nine years of experience, it was like, let go, trust you know her and her profession and when she the knowledge that she has and um and it really was about this she's like i know this is what buyers want you guys your home is already stage ready yeah. <laughs> and uh so she, don't get wrapped up in it but she was a pro she um, really was she handled she i mean from from and this isn't the first time we've used kim but uh um she was a pro all the way along and mm-hmm. and she helped guide us through any of those points and um she's the one who like dean like dean pushed me to launch the beta Kim pushed us on the listing price of the home. Oh, I never right. thought, I never thought we would get that. Yeah, on how soon, and then, yeah, the listing yes, price, the, the timing amount. for it, everything. She's a pro, and um, matter of fact, we'll link to her in the show notes. That's a good idea, too. So, so. yeah. Um, so, again, key yeah, point number four. Yeah, if you, just remember, you're not selling your house, they're buying their home. It's, it's kind of like gift giving. You know, if I'm looking to give you a gift, I look for a gift that you'll want and appreciate, not necessarily one that I want to give. So, yeah, sure, it may be like a gold-plated table saw or something, Ooh, you know, yeah. which I would love, <laughs> but you'd probably rather receive a nice saddleback leather purse, oh, right? I would. I okay, would. so the same thing goes for home selling. <laughs> okay. right? Just keep that in mind. <laughs> right. So a quick recap. Key point number one, make sure your actions are in line with your goals. Key point two, planning is a must. Key point three, Understand the value of margin and free space. And key point four, you're not selling your house, they're buying their home. So there is no way we could have gotten all this done if we hadn't simplified. Um, I mean, Vanessa, you were had this huge influx of clients at this exact same time, right? And right. you were making sure that you were keeping them happy. Um, we were able to prep the house, list it, sell the house, move and develop and launch a three-week multimedia coaching product all over the course of six weeks. Yeah, that was fast and furious. Yeah, it was. (laughs) And boy, were we ready for the road trip. Absolutely. We'll just leave it at that for right now. (laughs) Okay. So are you planning to sell your home or want to make a positive change in your life? Do you think some of the key points we mentioned could help you? If so, we'd love to hear about it and what tools or strategies you're using that are helping you too. Leave us a comment at simplelifetogether.com forward slash 076. All right, so time for some feedback. It's been a few months since we uh, uh, released an episode, so we have a few iTunes comments. Nice. And the first one is from Sue A. 626. And she wrote, I came to this podcast just when they announced they were stopping regular broadcasting, and I was very disappointed until I discovered that all of the episodes are still available. I've listened through episode 28 and... Regardless of the original air date, Vanessa's decluttering advice is timeless and valuable. 
I'm withholding judgment about the tech stuff since a lot has changed since 2013 when they first started out. But knowing their thoroughness, I think Dan will probably update tech info as it develops. Dan and Vanessa obviously enjoy their work and each other. Their enthusiasm is contagious and it's fun to listen to. Well, thanks, Sue. Thank you. Very nice. Okay, the next one is Love It by Jaroel Shah. <laughs> I realize I'm late to the game here, but you guys are great. So motivating. Thanks for sharing your wealth of information. And White Phone wrote Favorite. And I love listening to this while doing everyday mundane tasks. I find myself saying out loud, yes, exactly, in agreement with what they're saying. I have a hard time forgetting they're not right in front of me. Then a little <laughs> smiley face. My husband says, who are you talking to? <laughs> and I do the same thing. You do the same thing with uh, you your know, podcast. Because like, I walk around my whole, I should have been born with earbuds, you know, because I just plug in and I'm always listening to an audio book or a podcast. I've got or, to the point now where you have to check your ears first. Yeah. Is he plugged in or not before I well, talk to him? What I do now is I, um, I, my earphones, I cut off one of my earbuds and I only have one in one ear. When I'm walking early in the morning, I like to stay situationally aware, you know, you never know when the boogeyman's going to jump out. And so, um, and it helps in the house too. I kind of hear what's going on and all that. So, oh, darn. (laughs) Anyway. All right. The next one is by Jody Algara. Thank you. I've never left a review for anything. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD as an adult and have been struggling my entire life to find help with organization. I listen to podcasts read books, pray, take medication, and nothing has ever hit home and helped as much as one listen to this podcast. You made me feel like my life struggle with chaos can be maintained and even defeated. No joke, this was the best podcast I've listened to yet. Thank you so much. That's awesome, isn't it? I love, I love all the feedback and especially those uh, out there where we're really making a difference in their lives. And folks, you know, I know we don't um, produce shows on a regular basis like we used to, but, um, I mean, that doesn't mean that we're not thinking about you guys all the time. Yeah. We really are. And um, we just, we don't want to bore you with stuff every week. And it does get busy. And we're trying to uh, do a business on the side. So, um, but every, trust me, we're not going anywhere. We're going to yeah. keep doing this. From time to time, we'll be releasing episodes. And it's feedback like this that really just Inspires hits us. home for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and finally, I'd like to thank all those who used our free website guide to start their own website. Uh, we get a little commission. If you use our links on our website guide and you start your own website, um, it costs you nothing. The guide is free. And uh, and if you do decide to use one of the links to uh, purchase um, a domain, uh, we get a little cut from that and at, at no additional cost to you. So if you're considering starting your own website, go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash website for our free and very comprehensive guide to building your own website. It'll save you tons of time from searching around the internet and trying to figure out everything for yourself. Remember, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. So that's it for episode 76 of Simple Life Together. Whether you're moving now or later or just need a positive change in your current home, consider the key points we talked about today to make that transition smoother today or in the future. And we know people love to share stuff by email and social media. Not just stuff that others will enjoy, but also stuff that makes them look smart and in the know. Hmm. All right. And if you've been listening this long to Simple Life Together, well, then it probably fits into all those categories for you. (laughs) So share simplelifetogether.com with a friend. They'll love it. 
and you are going to look like a genius. All right? So share it. <laughs> and take a minute to give a rating and leave a comment on iTunes. If you're not sure how, just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash iTunes and there's a quick how-to for you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your Simple Life Together. Simple Life Together.